Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So I've been waiting for this day. Like literally since the actual NBA draft, I've been waiting. When am I going to see a men and a Sar Thompson get the run that we want to see from them? And it is happening. Yes, we are a few weeks away from the fantasy basketball season ending, but better late than never. Welcome to the Believe in Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The weekly show dedicated to helping fantasy managers like you crush your league and bring home multiple championships. Now, your host, Robin Marks. We believe every NBA fan that plays fantasy football should also play fantasy basketball. In this episode, we're going to be taking a look at some waiver wire targets for week 18 of the fantasy basketball season. I know folks were coming off an all-star break. We had a few games combined with week 17 in ESPN League. So now it's almost like our first real week since the actual All-Star game. So I'm just pumped about being back in the cut, representing with you to really cook up some content to get you to the fantasy playoffs and then eventually win your fantasy championship. BetOnline continues to bring your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting, contests, and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to BetOnline today to become a part of the team. And remember, use the promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. The game starts here. Here are your top five waiver wire targets you need to focus on for week 18 of the fantasy basketball season. So I talked a little bit about these brothers, man. I mean, I've been literally sitting at the edge of my seat waiting for this to happen, especially in dynasty formats, right? So if you're if you're playing in if you're a fantasy basketball sicko like really extreme fantasy basketball player and you're in a dynasty league, these guys, it's almost been hard to watch them on the waiver wire if they're on the waiver wire, right? I know in one of my leagues, we have a smaller uh, league and he was available because he wasn't getting any run and folks were trying to compete and they weren't trying to have him on their roster. And then recently, I kind of saw the breadcrumbs, right? I was watching as Ime Adoka, kind of like made it clear that Jalen Green wasn't really killing it like that and a man got some run. But before we talk about a man, I want to talk about somebody that we've seen in action this year already and he's really been putting up some value. I'm talking about the first Thompson twin we want to dig into, 
Asar Thompson. Asar Thompson over the last seven days is averaging 9.5 points per game, 4.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists, one steal, and check this out. 1.5 blocks per game. Come on, man. Like, where they do that at? As a rookie? Like, they got him playing a little bit of the three, a little bit of the two. Everybody knows Detroit is a hot mess. Like, a bowl of hot dog water if I've ever seen it, right? Stinking up the joint to the extreme. But there's opportunity here. And I think Asar Thompson down the stretch, especially because Detroit is not playing for anything, right? Like, there's no... (laughs) You know, there's no incentive for them to like really be like, all right, let's get ready for, you know, this. Let's see if we can get this seven win season. Come on, man. So Asar, I think, is going to get run down the stretch. They're going to want to see what he, you know, can bring to the table. I do believe there's like some conspiracy theories going around around uh, Monty Williams that he might be like intentionally, you know, trying to lose his job, which I don't think is the case. But I would say if Asar Thompson gets the kind of run that I expect him to get down the stretch, he could be the type of player that'll put you over the edge in your quest for a fantasy championship. So the next player we're going to talk about is the other half of the Thompson twin combo, right? And most would say heading into the draft that Amin Thompson was a better prospect than Asar by a bit, right? So for me, I had the luxury because my son is a huge OTE fan, right? And, you know, we live down here in the Atlanta area, so we've had the opportunity to go over to the OTE arena, watch some games. But also last year, it was really the first year that I was introduced to OTE culture and and I guess even rooting for high school players, you know, this is like, (laughs) this is something that we didn't do when I was coming up, right? Like, I knew about Kobe Bryant. I knew about Kevin Garnett. I knew about some of those guys who made the leap, even LeBron James. But we didn't really have access to, like, watch their games, watch their film, you know, see what they were all about. LeBron James got on TV or national television a couple of times, so I did get to see him a bit, but it wasn't the way... Like my son and and the younger fans have today. So for me, I was exposed to OTE last season and I fell in love. And and Amin and Asar were a part of the reason why I was so into it. Because just watching them on the court, it was clear that they were NBA level talents. It wasn't like some fluky all-star, high school all-star social media influencer crap. This was like real ball. Even today, like some of these guys are like crushing it. Um, Rob Dillingham is one of the guys that my son really likes and somebody that I started following because of him. This year, he's he's playing in Kentucky. He's on the, um, the, the, the mock draft boards right now, number seven. So it's a real thing that's happening with OTE. So I'm excited to see what the Thompson twins do. But in terms of a man, he was on ice for most of the season, y'all. Like we were waiting for this moment to happen. And many would say that they they weren't sure if it would actually happen, right? But I would say right now it is official. The top is off. Boobies is out. 
hair blowing in the wind. Shoom! Convertible status. It is on and popping. So, over the last seven days, Amin Thompson, check this out, yo. His stats are crazy over the last couple of days. Averaging 30.5 minutes per game. Yes. On the season, he's averaging 19.8 minutes per game. Huge jump. He's averaging 18.5 points per game over the last seven days. Fire. He's averaging 7.5 rebounds a game. Come on. Three assists, not bad. Half a steal, that's okay. But this is where it gets insane. This is where it gets front row, front row of the Wu-Tang concert crazy. 2.5 blocks per game over the last seven days. What? Where did he do that at? Like rookies, like what? Yo, it's insane. Your man is absolutely cooking with hot bacon grease. Like not a, like sizzling, sizzling. He's only rostered in 30% of ESPN leagues, widely available, you know, widely available. If you're in a super competitive league, chances are he's gone. But if you're in a shallow league, like a six or an eight, 10, he might be there. Go grab him right now. I am all in on the Thompson Twins as two pieces that could help you get to your fantasy championship. All in. The next player we want to talk about is someone that we've spoken about on the show before. A really, really, and this is like, we are going rookies heavy right now, right? We did two rookies. We're going to go with the third. The next one from the Utah Jazz, Keontae George. Again, a friend of the show that I don't know personally, but we've spoken about this young man several times this season. We had to bring it back again. So over the last seven days, he's averaging 31 minutes per game, which is an uptick from twenty-five. the 25.1 he is averaging on the season. 16 points a game. Come on. Three rebounds. Eh, that's okay. Five dimes per game. He's like Uncle Scrooge out here. No steals, no blocks. So he's not known for his defensive stats. So Keontae George, you might have some issue, issues with turnovers, maybe some shooting percentage issues. Overall, someone you want to grab down the stretch. Next up, somebody that is going to benefit from the melee that just went down with Miami. I'm talking about my man, Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson over the last seven days, 31 minutes a game, 17 points per game, no rebounds, two assists, no steals. And check this out. Over the last seven days, two Blocks per game. I don't think that's gonna gonna hold. I don't think that's real. But it's good to know that right now he's swatting some swatting some shots. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, his name is Duncan Robinson, right? I just wish he played on the Spurs. I think that would be fitting and poetic if he was over there. And the next guy we want to take a look at somebody that I'm not hearing many people talk about, and rightfully so, right? He's not someone that. People are into for fantasy. He's never really been like a mainstay on any level. He's just kind of getting to a place where opportunity is presenting itself. I'm talking about from the Memphis Grizzlies, 
Zaire Williams. Now, check this out. And we're going to talk a little bit about Memphis a little later on. Some of the questions that we have coming in from the community are based on some uh, players from Memphis. But let me say this. Pay close attention to the Memphis Grizzlies roster heading into your fantasy playoffs. Pay close attention to what's happening with Memphis, y'all. I'm telling you, it's going to be like a watering hole of talent. Right? It's going to be like a blue ocean, just ripe with talent, guys that are going to be available. Pay attention. I I think the injuries that are happening and just the state of the team, they're not going to be in a position where they're going to be trying to put their best players out on the floor. And people like Zaire Williams will take advantage of that over the last seven days he's averaging 30 minutes per game y'all to give you context on the season he's averaging 19.5 huge increase 10 points per game four rebounds a game one assist and man two steals per game over the last seven come on like what like i'm gonna keep it a stack with you this young man might get some run down the stretch. I would hold him if he has a couple of bad games as long as the minutes are high. If he's getting 30 minutes a game and he has a dud, hold. If he's if he does 27 minutes a game and he has a dud, hold. Now, if they get him back to that 19 minutes a game and he continues to have duds, let him go. Definitely a streamable player, but also maybe someone you want to hold on to heading into the fantasy playoffs. As always, you know I love to come with the value. So I have a list of players, a way too long list, I should say, of players. When I prepare for these shows, I dig deep. I read articles all over the internet. I watch videos from all of the different analysts. I'm on Twitter getting all kinds of information. So these names are relevant. I do my little yes, no, maybe system. Not to say, you know, that I disagree so much. It's more about me letting you know how I feel about the the particular player. So anybody on this list is relevant. The disclaimer is even if I give them a heck to the naha. You still want to keep an eye on them. So let's get started. First up, DeLon Wright. Maybe. Oh, Brandon Pajemski. Yes. Precious Achua. It blows my mind that I'm saying this guy's name every single week. Yes. Trey Murphy. Maybe. Maybe. Rui Hachimura. Mm, heck to the no. I am out on Rui. Uh, Ayo Desumnu, yes. Gigi, Gigi Jackson, absolutely emphatic, yes. Nick Richards, yes. Trey Mann, mm, I was high on him. I'm going to give him a maybe right now. I need to see what happens. Marvin Bagley the third, yes. Taylor Hendricks. We talked about Taylor Hendricks a couple weeks ago, y'all, and now folks are starting to talk about him. We're going to give him an emphatic, yes. Corey Kispert, maybe. TJ McConnell, maybe. Paul Reed, yes. Jose Alvarado, heck to the no. I am out on Jose. Kevin Herter, maybe. Gary Trent Jr., maybe. Terrence Mann, heck to the no. 
Malik Beasley, maybe. Scoot Henderson, yes, 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 yes. Introducing Did It, your ultimate fantasy basketball cheat code. Imagine having a personal sports expert in your pocket, ready to dive into your league, analyze your waiver wire, and providing winning strategies, all through a one-on-one video call. Did It is more than just advice. It's a game-changing experience offering you the unique ability to share your screen with me and literally go under the hood of your fantasy team. And here's the best part. Your first call is absolutely free, up to $25. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to elevate your game. Download the Did It app today and dominate your league. So this is super important. Super important. We need you to be a two-way player. Defense, offense, Both sides of the ball, right? On offense, we need you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. So if you're watching the video on YouTube, take some time. It's really simple. Just press that button down there. While you're at it, you can also like the video, right? That's offense. On defense, right, we about to go full court press. We need you to go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, and make sure you check out our episodes there as well. That's how we generate a little bit of revenue through our uh, podcast network, the Believe in Podcast Network. We just need more people to go listen to the show. So even if you watch the show here on the actual YouTube, please pull up and listen to the audio as well on the way to work when you're at the gym to make sure you get those nuggets. And if you have time, please make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Now it's time to open up the fantasy basketball mailbag. This is where we get all of the questions from our community, from our Discord community. If you want to join the Discord community, all you have to do is visit believeinfantasy.com and you can sign up to join us. So we're going to we're going to answer some real questions, questions that you probably have. And that's why it's honestly one of my favorite parts of the show is just getting the questions from you, the community, and providing as much value around it. And hopefully for the folks watching and listening, you have similar questions. So with no further ado, let's dig in to the first question. So first question, let's start here at the bottom. First question is from my man Tofu. I love that name. Man, that's good. That is a great name. Every time I see it, Tofu, I'm happy. Tofu says, what do I do with LaMelo since he's been out so long? What do you do with LaMelo? So this is the thing. With LaMelo, like he is a first-round talent. You probably drafted him in the first round of your draft. Maybe you got him at the top of the second. Any way you look at it, you paid Boku, Boku fantasy capital for him. With that said, he ain't playing. He banged up. His brother Lonzo ain't played ain't played in years, right? It might be a thing with the Ball family, man. Like, it's unfortunate and it's concerning to me. But this is what I would say. If you sell low, you can at least salvage the situation. So somebody might be in a good position where they can afford to make a deal like that, where they can actually take him on a team and wait it out. He practiced recently, but I'm concerned. So the only option really is to hold 
or sell low. And it suck. Both options suck. If you're in a position where you're you have a good chance of making the playoffs, I would just hold and see what happens. I would just hold and see what happens. Next question is from Reed. He says, what do I do if one of my league mates only tries to fleece and not send a real trade? This is a common thing, Reed. The the biggest thing you want to keep in mind is that if somebody's constantly trying to fleece you, is that, you know, just ignore them. Just, you know, I wouldn't even decline the trades. Just leave them alone. Because I tell people all the time when I do did it calls, when you decline on a trade, you're sending a signal to the other person that you you want to do business, right? So if he's sending you whack trades constantly, lowballing, just send him a text message and be like, yo, I'm not doing business with you. You don't have to send me any, you don't have to send me any more offers. I'm not trying to do business with you. And then make sure when he sends you offers, don't even respond to them. Don't decline them. Don't accept them. Just ignore them and ignore him. That's whack. Next up uh, is Kobe White. Is Kobe White bait? Is Rudy Gobert bait? Trade bait, I'm assuming. Yeah, you could use both players, I think, as potential um, trade pieces. That's for Dookie God and Poke. This one is from Karma911. Says, should I think about trading away CJ McCollum? You could. I think the biggest thing you want to look at is your playoff schedule, though. Um, should we avoid trading for any Portland players? I would stay away from Portland players. I have no interest in them. Um, I like Scoot because I think they're going to try to take the top off to see what he does down the stretch. But it really, again, depends on your playoff schedule. And this is the one I wanted to get to right here is from Arcas. Arcas says, what do I do with Desmond Bain? And this is what we're going to say. Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., Marcus Smart, they are all on serious, serious tank watch. Shutdown watch. It's over watch. So Desmond Bain, you're going to have to eat that. I don't think that the, the Memphis Grizzlies have any incentive to bring him back. And it sucks because I have him on a couple teams, right? So you got to sell low to salvage the deal. To get anything for for him, that that's really the only move. Because honestly, you could hold him and see what happens, but I don't know if it's gonna if 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 that's there's any hope of that happening. They have nothing to play for, and this goes for all of the Memphis players that are key players. Jaron Jackson Jr. If you have him on your team, try to sell high after a good game. Marcus Smart, if you have him in your IR, see I would sell. Again, I, I never tell people to sell low. We always sell high. But in this case, with the Memphis Grizzlies, man, if you're struggling to get in the playoffs and you know that you got to make some moves, it's okay, man. No, It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Now that you are ready to dominate in week 18 of the fantasy basketball season, please Check out our episode about how you can dominate with this playoff strategy. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Believe in Fantasy Basketball podcast with Robin Marks. Join our free Discord community at BelieveInFantasy.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Believe in Fantasy.
This episode was presented to you by Bet Online.